0: Good morning, everybody. The time is 7.50. Here is your wake-up call for Tuesday, January 25th on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. I'm your host today, Samir Knox. It is currently 12 degrees out, and we're looking at a high of 25 and a low of 11 today. Stay tuned for a full weather report in just a few minutes with our resident weatherman, Jeff Wheeler. We will be talking to Mandy Hagseth again this week. Stay tuned for that in just a couple minutes. We have a pretty decent-sized interview. Right now, let's get into some news from the Missouri Independent. All right, this is from Jacob Fischler at the Missouri Independent from last week. Forest Service in Paradigm Shift to Use Logging and Controlled Burns to Prevent Wildfires. Talking about a new direction the Forest Service is approaching to combat growing wildfires in the United States. Quote, The Biden administration will announce Tuesday it is using $3 billion from last year's infrastructure law to revamp the federal approach to wildfire management, introducing a 10-year plan to deal with the large swaths of the West scientists consider the most at risk of destructive blazes. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack A former Iowa governor Is scheduled to announce the new strategy in Phoenix Alongside Forest Service Chief Randy Moore And Democratic U.S. Senator Mark Kelly From Arizona Alright, let's get into something else real quick We don't have a lot of time today But I wanted to highlight um, From The Intercept This is from Aline Brown Quote, pipeline giant Enbridge Uses a scoring system to track Indigenous opposition on a color-coded map, land belonging to native tribes that opposed the Line 3 part pipeline were marked in red, areas that were, a, quote, a threat to the bottom line. I encourage you to read more of this. Again, that was Aline Brown at The Intercept. This came out just the other day. Quote, as a part of its efforts to build and operate pipelines, the oil transport company Enbridge used a tracking system that identified indigenous-led groups as key threats. Internal documents reviewed by The Intercept describe how Enbridge launched an initiative known as Opposition-Driven Operational Threats, or ODOT, to focus on the company's attention on indigenous opposition to the Line 3 and Line 5 oil pipelines, two controversial pipelines that transport carbon-intensive tar sands oil between Canada and the United States. Okay, everybody, let's get into our interview with Mandy. Mandy and I spoke last night about uh, planned pro- uh, provider excu- exclusions Excuse me, in Medicaid, which are uh, a roundabout way of defunding Planned Parenthood, let's say. The second of several bills seeking to exclude Planned Parenthood from participating in the state Medicaid program that was heard before a legis- legislative committee this week. And let's hear a little more about that from Mandy.
1: Yeah, so we've seen um, a couple of different manifestations of the Missouri legislature attempting to bar Planned Parenthood from being reimbursed for providing non-abortion services through Mo Health Net or um, Missouri Medicaid. So these are things like well people exams, cancer screenings, STI testing and treatment, etc. Um, and just in the first couple of weeks of the regular legislative session that just kicked off a couple of weeks ago there's already been a handful of these bills that have been introduced and two of them have already had public hearings um one over on the house side and one over on the senate side so they do seem to be moving there's been a lot of misinformation about them and they're essentially they would be eliminating planned parenthood or affiliates from participating in state medicaid but it's for providing non-abortion services like cancer screenings STI testing and treatment etc and it's a pretty consequential act especially during a continued public health crisis
0: yeah and we were talking about this earlier the uh Hyde Amendment specifically uh prevents the uh prevents Medicaid from funding abortion um except for maybe rare circumstances that wouldn't apply but um This kind of is happening irrespective of that. There's really only one Planned Parenthood that provides abortions in the entire state of Missouri, if I recall correctly. And you know whether or not they're um, whether or not the the institutions in question fund abortion or I mean provide abortion rather, this is still something that they're um, going after in other other cities as well or in other uh, locations, if that makes sense.
1: Yes. I mean, there have been other states that have moved to bar um, abortion providers or their affiliates from participating in their state Medicaid. Um, some states have actually upheld um, such issues, but the United States Supreme Court has not weighed in on the matter. So federal Medicaid law still remains the same. However, so I think the big takeaway here is that um, federal Medicaid law guarantees that people can choose the provider that they want to see and legislation like these two bills that I've mentioned and many others that may follow this session and moving forward prohibit that provider choice and limit where people can go for basic essential reproductive health care services like STI testing and treatment, well people exams, etc.
0: Yeah, yeah. And another thing I wanted to mention from our conversation earlier was the fact that, you know, Medicaid is a specific service that primarily helps uh, low-income people, a federal provider. And the fact that this is somewhat unique in that people who have to rely on federal on federal care for, um, for insurance are not being granted some of the same opportunities that people who have private insurance need, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, these attacks on um, the health safety net have a disproportionate effect on black Missourians, Missourians of color, and other people of low um, income and those that are dependent on um, public assistance. And so they do have a disproportionate effect on um, some of our most vulnerable Missourians.
0: So Mandy, where would you say people should go to um, stay up to date on this kind of thing and to uh, learn more on what's developing?
1: So Missouri Family Health Council is, uh, you know, we're kind of the family planning experts, if you will, in the state of Missouri. And through our network of health centers, um, we are connected to family planning providers all across the state of Missouri. So we keep um, everyone up to date on all of the going on of the legislature, especially on matters like this. And listeners can subscribe to our Action Network at mfhc.org forward slash action. Once you join our action network, you will receive communications about opportunities to um, contact legislators or ways that you can um, act um, in protection of programs like Medicaid and the family planning and health safety net at large.
0: Okay. Thank you, Mandy. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. All right, everybody, that was Mandy Hagsith. Let's get into the weather from Jeff Wheeler in just one moment.
1: Thank you, Samir, and good morning from Watcher of the Skies Weather Station in West Central Columbia. Here's your morning wake-up call weather for the rest of the week. Today, sunny with a high of twenty-four degrees. Tonight, decreasing clouds with a low of five degrees. Tomorrow, Wednesday, sunny with a high near twenty-nine. And for Wednesday night, increasing clouds with a low around twenty-two. Thursday, a slight chance of rain and snow mix, then mostly cloudy with a high of 41, and for Friday, sunny, with a high of 30 degrees. Overnight low here at Watcher of the Skies Weather Station in West Central Columbia, 10 degrees. That's your morning wake-up call weather. I am Watcher of the Skies, Jeff Wheeler.
0: Thank you, as always, Jeff. Let's see what's on our radar. I'm sorry. Today, at 6 p.m., we have Evening Edition hosted by Laura Wacker. The AIDS will be on at 7 as you can for sex, drugs, and civil liberty. I'm very sorry, I can't speak this morning. For the KOPN Wake Up News, wake up.